Hello and welcome to the Trip the Light Fantastic podcast. My name is Hayley and today's episode is going to be on the very touchy subject of grief. Um, hence why I called this episode the black hole. <laughs> because when you are in the pits of grief, it's like an all-consuming black hole. It just sucks you in. Um, and sometimes you can feel like you're back out of it and it just sucks you back in again. And, um, you know, gr- grief, I'm generally going to speak about this from kind of more a bereavement perspective, but grief is applicable to kind of a lot of situations, not just bereavement. Um, it can be a change in your health, perhaps you're grieving for the person that you, you used to be before you, you know, before this health problem occurred. Um, it can be for a, just a relationship that is no longer, you know, it's no longer in your life. Um, it can be for a dog, animal, you know, it can be, you know, it's not necessarily a human bereavement, but because, um, like I said, this, this process I'm going to talk about is kind of applicable to all of those things, but I'm going to probably talk about it more from a human bereavement perspective. Um grief I, having been through it myself a couple of well about three or four times in my life um you know I've lost all my grandparents now um and I lost my dog last year which is a different kind of grief um but it's still grief nonetheless um you know it's grief generally is all consuming at first it, it, it literally just puts you in this hole and it takes over your life and it feels like you can barely function in a normal kind of capacity for a while for a long time in fact uh, you know um and it can't be rushed this is the thing with grief you can't rush it you have to just process it you have to really just let let it you just have to go through it is all i can say you know about this process you can't stop it and you can't rush it because if you stop it, it kind of, it only festers and it only grows and actually it will come back to bite you at a later stage. Um, and you've still, and even then you've still got to go through it. So you might as well deal with it when it happens and go for the process. Not that it's easy. It's pretty, pretty shit. <laughs> it's probably one of the worst and most horrible things you'll ever go through in life but at the same time um you'll learn you'll learn a lot about yourself with grief as well you'll learn and it will make you more resilient so there are some some perks to it but you know like i say it's it's it is a horrible thing to have to go through but we will all go through it we will you know grief just like death is a massive level of people. It doesn't matter if you're rich, you're poor, it doesn't matter where you're from, everyone goes through grief of some description. Um, so it's kind of the price that you pay for love is what I would say. Um, but as time passes, you learn it. The thing with grief is it never completely leaves you. You will always miss that person or thing or whatever it is that's kind of put you in that process. But it, it's, it just becomes kind of like more manageable and it becomes more smaller and you learn to kind of not let it take over your life so much after a while. 
um, it doesn't consume you like it once did and you can function better. It's also a very individual experience, you know, it's different for everyone. Um, you know, I've watched my mum and dad go through it with my grandparents when they lost when my dad when he lost his mum. Uh, my granddad uh, he, my granddad um I never actually met my granddad on my dad's side because he died when my dad was only thirteen, tragically of a brain hemorrhage. Um uh, so I never actually met my granddad. So I never saw my, what kind of went on with that, but um, you know, I do know that like when my dad lost my nan it took him probably, I'm talking years, till he was kind of better, not better, but kind of able to kind of talk about it, um, you know. And with my mum, when she lost my gran, I saw my mum kind of really become this really emotional person and kind of not herself probably for about a year and then after that she seemed to kind of perk up and now she seems a lot better in herself and that this is like four years on um so yeah and, and the way that my mum and dad dealt with the deaths of both of their parents was also completely different like my dad preferred to go to a grave and go to the cemetery now you know quite regularly whereas my mum didn't kind of do any of that in fact my gran didn't have a grave anyway because she was cremated and it's not really what she wanted um so my mum all we do is kind of every year now we kind of celebrate their life by um going out for a meal on the birthday you know my gran's birthday which is actually um quite soon uh so my gran's birthday is exactly a week before mine so it's actually tomorrow <laughs> um so yeah um Every year we try to do something kind of to kind of, you know, symbolise, you know, or celebrate my grand's life and my granddad's as well when that comes up in December. Um, and that's just like our way of dealing with it on that side. You know, that's kind of like the way the generally that my family on my mum's side deals with it, not just my mum. Uh, they feel like they don't have to go to a grave um, to kind of cope with the grief. It's just kind of you know we're just that's, you know people are different this is what you know you can't judge you can't just say because someone did that and someone else didn't do that that means that they're grieving less or they're hurting less it's not about that it's just people are very different in the way they process their feelings and their emotions and as well people process it at different rates you cannot put a time frame on it because everyone is different so yes whilst grief might be a leveler of people it's also very individual the way that people deal with this stuff um so i studied as part of um when i did my nursing degree i studied it a module on on counseling um and not that i am a qualified counselor just because i did a, a module on counseling but you know i got a brief kind of a foundation of counseling and one of the things we looked at was elizabeth kubler ross's 1969 model on grief um and uh you know there's five stages to this and it is actually spot on, I think. And not everyone goes through this in this order that I'm about to talk about. And some people don't go through every single stage. Even some people skip the stages out. Some people don't do everything. But just as like a general thing, um, number one, you've got denial and isolation. So you kind of go, at first you kind of go, nah, nah. No, and you, you kind of in denial and you're just kind of carrying on. You're not really acknowledging what's happened. And sometimes you want to distance yourself from people. You don't want to talk about it you just kind of want to be on your own 
Two there comes an- is anger. So, you know, you're angry possibly at the person or the situation um, because, you know, they're not here. And the reasons for that also, you know, can be kind of relevant to the way that they've died. Um, three is bargaining. So you're kind of like saying to yourself, you know, before they died, you did all you could. Because uh, a lot, a big thing with death, um and I know I did I was guilty of this myself. I wish I'd spent more like when my grand died, my granddad died, I wish I'd spent more time with them. I wish I'd done this and I wish I'd done that. The death kind of makes you doubt yourself sometimes. Um but then you kind of come to the realisation that, you know, they never held it against you and and you did all you could and that's the bargaining part there. Um, you know. Uh four is depression so like I say I saw my mum kind of go into this little black hole um and it's just when you just feel so down and just consumed by it and then five is acceptance and that's when you finally kind of you're at a level where you your grief isn't like I say it will never leave you but it's kind of at a point where it's manageable and you are a lot you can live your life normally you know, despite having this kind of grief that you'll always have. And sometimes the thing with this process is as well, you go in and out of it. So you might just have a really bad day one day and then just be like, oh my God, like I miss this person so much. And you just might just be crying and feel like crap all over again. Um, But you'll recover out the, this process a lot quicker because you've already been through it like a hundred times over, but you will go in and out of it. Um, Generally, like, yeah, you will recover a lot quicker because you've already done it 500 times over um but like i say the order is not concrete and it's not exactly the same experience for all and the order's not necessarily the way it will go either um don't bottle up your feelings is the main thing that i've kind of learned here um but equally try to keep busy and do things that you enjoy whilst you're going through it um have a look at my have a listen even at my uh, resilience toolkit episode uh because that kind of gives you some ways that you can cope during times uh bad times in your life and this would be one of them uh so definitely have a look at that uh and try and maintain a routine as well routine massively helps because it kind of gives you something to get up and go for every day and it kind of snaps you out sometimes it can snap you out of a, a bit of a lull um and rituals as well can be massively helpful you know like like i say like my dad find you know he finds comfort in going to the grave of, of my nan um he finds massive comfort in that and then for my mum it's going to the yearly meal for my gran um and then planting the plants that she liked in her garden and just like when she sees a robin and I do this as well I think of my gran you know just little things like that can really bring a lot of comfort and you don't necessarily have to be religious or spiritual to engage with that it, it just just little things like that can can really help um and spend time in nature you know get out of the house kind of look what's around you because sometimes I think when you're wrapped up in grief you forget what else is going on around you and what else is going on in the world and sometimes just by kind of being outside in the fresh air you know seeing nature seeing things carry on 
it kind of brings you kind of a bit more back down to earth and kind of snaps you out of it a little bit. It can do, not so that this will definitely happen, but um, it can help. Um, I was also, I'd also say, so I mentioned earlier, like <laughs> grief, you know, you can learn a few things about yourself and about, you know, your own resilience because when you come out the other side of it, you do feel like like a massively stronger person for it. I'd also say that it, it can teach you about a change of priorities. You know, it kind of makes you realise like, like life is short and you just think, you know what, that doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't matter anymore. This matters and this matters. And it kind of, yeah, it helps you kind of prioritise things in your life that actually do matter and get rid of the stuff that doesn't. Um, and as well, I think it, makes you realize what you have you know it gives you an appreciation and a gratitude for what you have um as well which you know like you know i'm so lucky like me personally like you know i feel like when i lost my grand and i lost my granddad and i just felt massively lucky to have the family unit that i did around me the support i had network from my friends as well not just my family um that really really did help and I was massively grateful for that and I still am um I think as well <laughs> and I think this is true that grief is love with no place to go and I think I might have already said this earlier but yeah but it's, grief is love with no place to go uh, I think that was a quote by uh, Jamie Anderson I think was the name of the guy who said that or the what could be a woman i guess i've never seen a picture of this person i don't know if it's a male or female because jamie can be a girl or a man's name but yeah um yeah grief is, is, is love with no place to go and if you think of it like that it, it's kind of like yeah that makes sense because i i love this person i radiate love for this person and i cannot see them or tell them anymore and yeah it is a lot it, it's a lot to kind of process and it takes time which brings me to um a quote by vicky harrison um and she says grief is like the ocean it comes on waves ebbing and flowing sometimes the water is calm and sometimes it is overwhelming all we can do is learn to swim and that is so i i think that's such a good way of putting of putting it because grief is like at first you're drowning and then you just kind of learn to kind of, it's always there, but you just kind of learn to swim. Yeah. So uh, I think she's put it in such a great way there, that little little quote. Um, the mantra I will leave you with for today is, I will heal because you will. Uh, eventually you will get there. Um, it just takes some time. As well, I should add that if you do need, if you feel like your grief is kind, you know, you're not kind of coping well and you feel like it's really like kicking your ass or you feel like it's been some some number of years and you feel like you've still not kind of properly dealt with it and you might need a bit of extra help with that, um, I suggest you seek professional help from a specialist grief counsellor or a specialist uh, grief 
therapists because they are out there um and they will definitely definitely help your doctor possibly might be able to refer you to one as well if you go to your doctor and ask because this is something you know there's definitely no shame in saying that you need a bit of extra help with it because yeah like I say grief is one of the hardest things anyone will ever go through in their life um and having been through it myself it 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 kicked my ass (laughs) So, so yeah um I speak to you now from the other side of that and I can, I can definitely say if you need that help, take it. Um, I mean, like I say, I was quite fortunate because I had support of uh, friends, family and that seemed to, and I talked about it a lot at the time when it was happening and that seemed to be enough. I feel like now I am at the point where like, you know, it's it's not taking over my life. It's always going to be there. I will always miss my grandma and granddad and I'll always miss my dog and I'll always miss my nana. But um it's not taking over my life. Sometimes I have a, you know, sometimes I, I just take one look at my picture of my dog and I burst out crying. Uh, <laughs> and I can tell that's like, you know, I'm having a bad day today. Um, but then the rest of the time, I just remember him with a smile, uh, as cheesy as that sounds. But yeah, I'll always miss him and I'll always miss everyone who I've, who I've lost in my life. So yeah. So that's been today's podcast, The Black Hole on Grief episode should I say not just not just podcast just the episode <laughs> um and yes thank you for listening and uh, my name is Hayley and it's been great discussing this subject like I've actually really enjoyed getting my teeth into this um so I hope it's been of some help to you um so I'll see you next time